listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of ACB Advocacy Update. Um, and I'm really excited to be here. Um, I know I was technically on my first episode of the podcast when we introduced my coming back, but this is my first formal podcast, we can call it. I don't know. Um, so I'm really excited to be back. Um, for those of you who don't know me, it's Claire Stanley, and I'm the new Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs. And I am Swatha Nanda Kumar, your co-host. I am ACU's Advocacy Specialist. Awesome. Well, Swatha, I think we should tell everybody about the leadership conference that's going to come up. Um, we can talk predominantly about the legislative seminar because I'm biased. That's what we're putting on. And it's going to be the coolest. But of course, we can talk about the whole leadership weekend. Yes, let's do it. So coming on Friday, um, the, the dates are March 1st, March 5th. Friday will be our um, so, like, welcome welcome day. So come to your office, come to the Idaho, the Idaho staff and see our um, just our new place. So yeah, our new office is super fun. It, um, you know, we've only been here. I mean, what, uh, Slotha knows this better than I do because I'm new to the office, but we've been in this building for several months, but this very specific office, literally a few weeks now, a month now, how long has it been Slotha? I think a month. It was, it was, it was literally built for us. So, yeah. So, so I like so, that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for those who will be around on Friday and want to come and see the new ACB office, we're trying to make it pretty, decorated, all that fun stuff. So come and check it out. There's uh, what's also, Saturday, Swatha? Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, sorry. There's also a fun space next door. So you come take time, come, come, come hang, hang out, hang, hang on too. So fun big office, fun big hallway. So yes. yeah, it's a really cool building. It's uh, I really enjoy it. Yeah. All right. So Saturday. We have our board meeting um, from 9 to 5, I think, or 9 to 4, what time it is. However um, long it lasts. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. Um, and then after that, we have our reception, our reception, informal reception um, at the hotel. With Starting at 6 p.m., um, we will have our board, our members, and also um, some of our friends from our friends from the, from the government. So DOT, DOJ. Um, yeah, so EEOC, I think, as well, is also there. So come see us. Come see them as well. Come see our partners and say hi. Yeah, we're excited to just have a fun reception time where um, after the, the hecticness that I'm sure will be the board meeting, we can um, have some light hors d'oeuvres, drinks, just mingle with each other, catch up. You know, people are coming from all over the country. We haven't seen each other in a long time. So that'll be fun to catch up with the board and staff members or anybody who's gets uh, gets there a little bit early. And then like Swatha said, just uh, we're hoping to invite some of our federal um, partners, um, just people that ACB works with on a, a somewhat regular basis and are just, you know, valuable relationships we can have as we do the advocacy work that we do. Yeah, um, also yeah. like, like Swatha said, the board meeting is that day. Um, for those who uh, won't be there in person, no, you can always listen in online um, to the board <laughs> meeting. So definitely know that you can check in on ACB Media um, and listen to the board meeting that Saturday, Saturday, March 2nd. Yeah. And Claire, do you want to just uh, Sunday? Yeah. So Sunday, March 3rd, will be the president's meeting. Um, so that's put on by Deb, of course. Deb Cook-Lewis, our president of ACB. Um, there's some cool content that'll be going on that day um, that Deb and her um, 
partnership are working on. So we encourage people to check in. Um, I believe it will be like everything this year, um, a, a hybrid of both um, in-person and remote capabilities. So we hope as many people as possible will come in person. I know Swap and I are eager to see people here in the Washington DC area. But of course, if you can't come, please know that you can still um, participate in a lot of these activities remotely. Absolutely. Lots of great speakers, lots of great content, um, and also a fun dine around at the end of the day. So after after the presence presence meetings, you will have time to get dinner with friends and colleagues um, as we have a so dine around. So restaurants in the area will host us and we will just mingle and chat and have food. So. Yeah, shout out to some of our members and our staff members for helping to plan the dine around. Um, we have scoured a lot of the restaurants in the greater Arlington, Alexandria, Pentagon City area to find a very diverse number of restaurants from Ethiopian to Latin to Thai to American. Um, so we'll have some fun restaurants to uh, to pick from. So if you're going to be here in person, please participate. Yeah, it should be a great time. I mean, I look, I look, yeah. I look, I look forward to it too. So I know there's a big fight staff about the restaurants too. So and yeah, staff. now I'm now I'm hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Swatha, again, not that I'm biased, but of course I'm biased because it's what the <laughs> advocacy team is putting on. What is Monday, March 4th? This is our Legislative Seminar. So we will have um, sessions on all of our imperatives to our, for our, to our um, website imperative, our CVTA, our medical medical device accessibility act, and our Medicare and Medicaid, not med, yeah, Medicare and Medicaid dental dental vision hearing hearing act. So yeah, we'll hear all of those. Get get ready to advocate on, on Capitol Hill, and also um, we have a variety of speakers and um lunch speakers, and um this year we have a special keynote from um one of our newest um federal employees or just newest federal employee um carla gilbride who's also a great ally of acb that's right so carla gilbride will be speaking um as our keynote at the lunch um on monday during the legislative seminar i'm really excited carla i can actually call a friend of mine um she is um newly um, affirmed, like Swatha said, by the Senate to be general counsel for the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. And let me tell you, that was no easy feat. Mm -hmm. um, she had to be confirmed by the Senate and so many things the past year and two, um, trying to go through the uh, confirmation process in the Senate moved like at snail's pace, um, you know, literally politics at work. Um, and so when she was finally um, affirmed by the Senate, we I think all of us did a happy dance and um, Carla's actually blind herself. So it's really exciting to have an ally um, and a member of our community who will be general counsel now for the EEOC. Yeah. Um, we also have speakers from, from test philanthropy, which is, which is a voting um, kind of um, nonprofit that works on voting as well as a speaker from the, Federal Transit Administ Administration. Uh, I think I believe it's. Do you remember the name, Claire? The name of that person. Um, you know what? That's actually still in flux. The I've been working with one of the um, you know, executive assistants. I, something like their title, and so they're they're picking out the people for us. So I don't have the specific names, um, but they promise to be some um, strong 
allies of ours in the disability community um, from the FTA who will specifically be talking to us about paratransit, which we all know is a topic that impacts all of our ACB members on a very regular basis. So um, we're excited to have an opportunity to talk with them, ask questions. We'll be nice, right, everybody? We won't pummel them with too many <laughs> aggressive questions, um, but it'll be a great opportunity um, to, to, to talk about this important topic. Yeah. Um, and in addition to our two, um, two, two breakout sessions on the federal on paratransit and on um, voting, we also have one on the Older Americans Act put on by um, some people from some folks from our alliance the aging 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 and vision loss um, affiliate, and also from um, like outside organizations like Vision Serve. Um, we also have um, a session on advocating for accessible 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 signals. Accessible pedestrian signals, MAPSs. So that put on by folks from our um, peak committee and from um, this area and ADC area. So excited about that. Um, Claire, so we mentioned our, our foreign imperatives. Um, you want to talk about a little bit about it in the Hill this day? Yeah, well, let's take a step back real quick before we jump to the Hill, which I am so excited about. Um, like Swatha said, um, we're going to talk about our four imperatives, and she beautifully rattled them off, which I'm impressed. I can never remember all of them that easily. Um, and we won't give you a whole breakdown right now because, one, it would take too long. But two, as a teaser, um, we're going to be doing some community calls in the next several weeks in mid the middle of February to talk about the four imperatives. We'll, of course, be talking about them at LegSEM, like we talked about. But if you want to whet your appetite, spend some more time on it, get used to it, please participate in the community calls the weeks of February 12th and February 19th. There will be four different ones. They'll be on the calendar for the community calls and you can learn about the imperatives. Um, again, we will not tell you all the in-depth details right now because we don't have that much time. But just as a an appetizer slot, though, let's, let's kind of give like the 30,000 foot view of each imperative. Um, so first we have the CVTA. What's the CVTA all about? This is the Communications Video Technology Accessibility Act. So this bill um, would make essentially um, content streamed or um, broadcast or, you know, access by video uh, accessible to blind people and to people with disabilities as well. We're working really close on that. Um, so our description or captioning or um, all those things will be more uniform under this under bill and, and kind of more ubiquitous, ubiquitous under this bill legislation. Um, Claire, Which is I so know exciting. Yeah. Uh, we actually, we, ACB, um, specifically me and Tabitha Kenlon, got to go to a meeting on the Hill last week to meet with Senator Fetterman um, from the state of Pennsylvania. And we talked about this bill. Um, and for people who aren't familiar with Senator Fetterman, they're not from Pennsylvania. Um, he had a stroke a few years ago and has an auditory processing disorder um, disability. So he uses uh, speech to text, assistive tech, so that he can read because it's harder for him to process things audibly. All that to say, 
because of that, he knows exactly why things like captioning are so important. So it was a really cool meeting to hear him get all pumped. And he was like, we should totally pass the CVTA. <laughs> um, so some exciting stuff going on in Congress. I'm glad that he's on, on board on board with, the, with this. So it's it's great to have allies. Yeah. Let's see. Is. What are their what other imperative bills am I forgetting, Slatha? What comes next? I mean, I know you're passionate about the web website and software website web, 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 web bill. So you want to talk about that? Absolutely. Um, so the website and software applications accessibility act. Wow, I can't believe I got that out in one breath. That's too many words. Um, is all about website accessibility. Um, of course, all of us know who use screen reading software, magnification software, um, and any other type of assistive technology combined. We all know that if websites aren't designed properly, they don't interact well with our assistive tech. And then we can't do things online. And we all face this literally on a daily basis. And so it's frustrating, whether it be in the workplace, when you're trying to, you know, buy things commercially, um, you know, trying to rent an apartment, whatever it might be. And so this website is working to, um, make uh, the federal agencies come up with um, guidelines to make websites accessible and to hold the businesses um, that produce these web websites uh, accountable, excuse me, hold them accountable for accessibility. Uh, we've been working on this with a huge coalition for a while, um, NFB, AFB, NDRN, we've all been working on this together. So um, we're excited to go up to Capitol Hill and advocate for it. It's exciting on the um, House side. We actually have bipartisan support, meaning we have a Republican and a Democrat. And we're hoping we see that on the Senate side soon as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that was great work that we did to get that, um, uh, that we are, our, our partners did to get, to get, to get peace sessions on the bill. So, yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, let's see. We also have the medical devices bill. Do you want to talk about that one, Swatha? Yeah, so this one is the medical device non-visual accessibility act. So this bill is not is not new. It's a pretty um high priority priority for us and for our um affiliate ACB Diabetes in Action. Um, so what this bill would do is it would make medical devices like um glucose meters or um heart monitors or all the things that you like you would that you don't that that you'd use to ma to manage your health um and current current certain conditions um make it accessible to people who are blind to people who need to um access or access it with um speech output or um also tactile tactile buttons so just making sure that we have the blind people blind people have access to this to these, to these devices and technology so that we you know we don't we can manage our health and, and stay healthy and get up and get moving so yeah and it's so true because especially now in 2024 you're starting to see medical providers send home more and more medical devices to do things independently at home what where you know you used to have to go to a doctor to get things done now you can quote unquote do them at home but if they're not accessible for our community then we can't and so we want to make sure we have the same access to medical care yeah absolutely um so can in that same vein um claire you um mentioned that the medicare medical and medicaid kind of that bill um with the old with kind of a repeat empire do you enjoy that 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have um, two different bills on the House and Senate side. Um, they complement each other, but I'm calling them two bills because they're not perfectly uniform, um, but they're fighting for the same thing. And so we're still um, pushing for them both. But they basically require Medicare to provide um, financial support through that insurance program to pay for things like low vision assistive devices. Um, and it's really frustrating because Medicare, which is a form of insurance that so many Americans, especially those who are of retirement age, as well as some persons with disabilities, um, rely on for all kinds of healthcare purposes. But they've never covered low vision devices, which is so necessary because, first of all, we all know how expensive things like, you know, magnific you know, electronic magnification devices, CCTVs, etc. are, we know how expensive they are. It's kind of hypocritical because Medicare will cover some other services for other types of disabilities. But when it comes to low vision, these devices aren't um, covered. And we always make the argument that if these were covered, it's going to have a positive health impact because let's say you're older and you've lost your vision from macular degeneration um, and you're new to uh, sight loss. If you have these devices at home, you're going to be more independent. You're going to be able to do what you need to do. Whereas if you don't have these services, you might feel less dependent and might potentially end up in something like a nursing home, which of course we don't want to do and that we don't want to happen. And that would cost more money for the insurance provider. Um, so this is something ACB has been advocating for years. And until it passes, I won't say unless it passes, I'll say until it does pass, we're going to keep advocating for it. Absolutely. Um, what the the key here is that this, this bill will help seniors help, help people age age in place and not mm -hmm. um senior community. So that's a really big um kind of ask for us. So kind of yeah, yeah. Um, Aging so, in place is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Capitol Hill Day is going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be my first um kind of real Capitol Hill Day. So. That's that. right, because your last couple hell days were all virtual because of the COVID. I'll call it the COVID era, which hopefully the COVID era is over. But that's right. This <laughs> is your first one in person. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm, yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so just to plug in that the room block for the Pentagon City Sheridan Hotel for our um, conference will be is going to close on next Monday, March, February 12th. Um, so if you want to, if you want to, if you want to meet a person and come see the state hotel with our rate, please re open, book, book, book your room before that time. So. Yeah, thanks for that reminder, Swatha. That's so important because we want as many of you to get in there and get the room rate as you know, uh, that'll be affordable. So definitely get in there before Monday. Yeah. Um, Let's let's go back to, to uh, Hill Day for a second, though, Swatha. Let's paint a picture for those who have been, which I guess you've never been in person, but you obviously know the the behind the scenes. But let's paint a picture for those who have never been. Um, the congressional office buildings, there are six of them. Uh, there's three for the Senate and three for the House. And they're all kind of, the, the three of each are kind of um, literally built into each other so you can walk from one to the next to the next with ever going outside but they are huge and they're twisty and turny but let me tell you i think they're also fun it's just a fun adventure to wander around the congressional buildings and explore and see all the offices 
Um, but granted, it can be a little intimidating. So this year, we're recruiting some college students to provide sighted guide and assistance to find offices. Um, so if that's something that would be helpful for you and your affiliate, let me and or Swatha know um, as soon as possible in February, because we're making a list to make sure we have the right number of assistants. Uh, what else do you think will happen on, on Hill Day, Swatha? What else are you looking forward to? Oh, yes. We are also, um, so we are, we are, this year we're, we're trying to target um, certain committees and offices. So um, Claire and I put together a list of committees that each imperative fits in because as, the, as a, a bill becomes law, it has to go through certain committee and we voted out that committee and amended by the committee. So we will, so these committees, we are targeting members in those committees for visits to Capitol Hill. Um, so if, if you're able and if you can, please schedule a meet a meeting with with any committee committee member in your state or in your district. Um, and so and then let us know if only only do because we can because if that that will allow us to fill in fill in the gaps and um recruit advocates from um our membership or our um steering committee um to go and visit the offices that you that you guys cannot cover so please let us know as, you, as soon as possible but before like you know conference starts exactly and uh like Swatha said if you guys are willing to you know pound the pavement a little bit longer and go to a couple extra offices that aren't necessarily from your state but still important for bills that we're working on, we might be recruiting you. So let us know if you're interested in helping do a couple additional Hill office visits. Yes, please. Um, our main areas, our meeting points will likely be some of the eateries or cafeterias in these buildings. We like to tend to have a, a meeting spot where um, people can come and go, leave their stuff, we'll watch it, um, come and fill out survey forms, um, just hang around with each other if you have gaps. Um, again, we try to do that in some of the eateries or the cafeterias. They have some really good food, by the way. Let me tell you, in Longworth, in the House Congressional Building, they've got a Dunkin' Donuts. Um, they've got some good stuff. So all that to say, um, we'll definitely have some fun hangout areas. So definitely get a, to spend time with um, your ACB members um, while, you know, while you have downtime um, and eat some good food and just get to know each other. Yeah, come hang up, come hang up us, us too, because we're going to be there. We're going to be there and sitting around and talking to folks. So come see us, come see Claire and me. So exactly. Went. <laughs> One thing we will also do um, for Hill Day, um, we'll have a couple of options. If it's um, easiest for you, we'll have assistance to fill out surveys on the spot on Hill Day. Um, but we also will provide a follow-up email um, with the SurveyMonkey link, et cetera, um, to do surveys. Um, and if you've never done these surveys before, what they are is um, us inquiring about your Hill meeting. And that's because Swatha and I, who are on the Hill constantly and who are working on these imperatives throughout the year, we want to know what, what happened in those meetings. Did they seem interested? Did they jump up and down and say, we want to be a co-sponsor right now? Um, whatever happened, we want to know, because that'll then equip me and Swatha with the um, information and the tools to continue to advocate for these pieces of legislation. So um, while you're in your meetings, um, before you've even finished, while you're thinking about filling out those surveys, kind of take some mental notes, you know, 
for instance, oh, they seem really interested or, oh, no, they made a comment that it's too expensive. So Swath and I can know that and the next time we talk to them, we can, um, you know, calm them down and tell them that it won't be so financially um, difficult. So just just think about those kinds of things when you're in your meeting, because that's the information that really equips us with the tools we need to advocate for these these bills. Yes, absolutely. And we are aiming to get those forms to you before your visit. So you can, if you want to, you can have them um, kind of in mind while you're talking to your member of Congress. So yeah, review them ahead of time. So you know what the questions will ask. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Claire, do you want, do you want to plug in the elephant before you, before you say goodbye? I'm sorry? Do you want, do you want to plug in, in the elf before we like wrap up? Gotcha. Um, no, I just, we're so excited to have everybody coming this year, whether you're coming in person or virtually to any or all of the leadership conference events. Um, again, if you're coming in person and you are going to Hill Day, start booking those meetings with your um, staffers, your member staffers. If you need any help from me and Swatha in trying to um, make those connections to schedule those meetings, by all means, reach out to us and we'd be happy to help, especially if, like Swatha said, any of your members or senators are on the applicable committees that for the bills. And if you have questions of what that means, let us know. We're happy to help. And yeah, we're just excited. So yeah. yeah, so, and, so, yeah go ahead. and Swatha, what do we always like to tell our members? Yeah, so keep advocating. And before that, if you have any questions <laughs> or want to talk to us, um, please email advocacy at acb.org and go, or call 202-467-5081. Sorry, I beat, you. I, I, <laughs> I beat you before. Yeah, thank you so much, Latha. And um, yeah, we're excited and everybody keep advocating. Thanks for listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. You can reach us by emailing advocacy at acb.org. The ACB Advocacy Update is a production of the American Council of the Blind in Alexandria, Virginia. To learn more about ACB, visit us online at www.acb.org.